welcome back to another episode of Exchanging the Magic, the podcast. I know it's been quite a while since we last recorded. Um, we took a break from the show and we just been really busy. We enjoyed the holidays, which seem like forever ago already. And now we, we're back with a, a 2.0 version, as you would kind of say, of our podcast. So um, as usual, here are your hosts, Julia and Delaney. Yes, Delaney. So how have you been the last what has it been? Month? Maybe a little bit more than a month? Yeah, it was it's been crazy, like with the holidays and stuff like that. They were so different than usual. I know that we talked about that in our kind of like recap episode, like our update, but it's been like so weird having holidays right now during COVID and everything that's been happening. And then with the new year, um, I've decided that I'm going to start training for a run Disney. So we're going to have a whole episode about that with Julia talking about it. Um, and so I'm starting to count my calories. I have a, like a fitness routine and stuff like that, that I'm following, um, all that type of stuff. Um, and then I got my COVID vaccine. I got both rounds of it. So it's been hard. We were trying to record this week sometime, like this past week, but there was just so many difficulties with I've had internet issues and I got my COVID vaccine. So it's been a lot. What about you? Yeah. So I'm, I just want to say that I'm really proud of you because I know that like training, working out, eating healthy is not really something that you've been doing <laughs> like the past years that I know you. I always knew you to be the person that either like eats a shit ton of food or just like doesn't eat for two days and just forgets to eat. So I'm really proud. Facts. Yeah. That's me all the time. I'm There's no in between with me. So it's not only like counting my calories, but it's also making sure that I'm like eating consistently and I have enough energy. Yeah, I guess I definitely don't think you need to count calories to lose weight. But I do think it's a good it's like it's like a good thing to do because of how you can eat consistently. And I really hope that we can do a run Disney together in the future because um, I think I don't know if I told, but I did one a year and a half ago and I was planning to do two in 2020. Both got canceled. So I can't wait to do another one and also do one with you because that would be really exciting. So we want to do like uh, a topic of Run Disney, like and somewhere in the near future. And we want to ask you if you have any questions about Run Disney, please let us know. Uh, we'll say at the end where you can reach us. Um, but please let us know some questions that you have or thoughts and we can discuss them in that episode. Yeah, we really want to start transitioning more to like answering questions for you guys. We don't want to do a lot more of the news like we've been doing in the past. There's just so much happening or there's not a lot happening from week to week. So it's something that we can't do consistently. So um, there's a ton of Disney news that you can read out there. We'll probably repost some of it maybe on our stories on our Instagram or we'll post some of it on our blog. But each week, I think we're going to each pick kind of like a topic ourselves that we want to talk about. And then we're going to kind of pick something that also kind of relates to what we're going to be talking about that week. So if you guys have questions about anything, send them to us because we also want to kind of incorporate listener questions and stuff like that into our episodes. Yes. And also very important to mention that we used to do this every week. Uh, we both felt kind of overwhelmed with the work that it took uh, besides our jobs. Delaney just started her um, master's program, I think. I've been really busy with my job and also trying to get my business off the ground. So so we want to do this every other week so we can actually put in the work and give us give it the attention that it deserves. 
and not just be like, hey, we need to record this episode for this week real quick and slacking off with that. Yeah, I agree. So we are going to go right into news. So the first uh, topic of news that I want to talk about is how the Magical Express is leaving Disney World. So that bus that they used to use to take you from the airport to Walt Disney World is going away. It's not closing until 2022. So if you have a vacation booked for 2021, don't freak out. It's not one of the things that's leaving this year, but it is leaving very soon. But the transportation for the Disney cruises will continue. That's something that I know a lot of people were worried about since Magical Express kind of falls under that same like busing and stuff like that. But the cruise line transportation will continue. And apparently there's a big uh, rumor going around that it looks like Disney kind of confirmed that the reason why they're closing the Magical Express is because Walt Disney World and Brightline are partnering and um, they have an agreement to build a station at Disney Springs for a high-speed rail service. Um, so it's set to connect South Florida and Orlando International Airport. Um, the track is currently being put in place. It's already been started. So hopefully it'll start in 2022 when they close the Magical Express. So that way you're not stranded at the airport trying to pay for an Uber or something to get there. Yeah, true. I think that'd be really fun to see how that would look like. I think they were going to put a lot of magic in there to make it look and give that a really Disney feel. Also, I wouldn't be too worried. There's like tons of ways I would think to get from the airport to Disney. Uh, if they were actually going to stop and not have the alternative in place, I think there's going to be like a lot of commercial parties that are going to do buses between Disney and the airport. So I think that would probably be fine, but it's sad to see something that is that iconic, though. I really hope that they implement something at the other airports, too, and not just Orlando International, because it's so much easier to fly into places like Sanford and stuff like that instead of Orlando. So I wish that there was an easier way to get from like some of those outlying airports to uh, Disney World. Yeah, who knows where that uh, station is going to make its stops. Uh, and then what I want to talk about for today is that Disneyland Paris, uh, I think, closed somewhere in October and was supposed to open for two weeks in December. That didn't work because of the COVID numbers and everything rising. And they said it, they were going to stay closed until February 13th. But last week they confirmed they're going to have to stay closed until at least April 2nd of this year. Um, and I think before in their communications, they were like, we're going to close it until then and then and then. And now they're being like, we hope to open April 2nd. So it's not even like, <sighs> honestly, I think it's like a 50% chance that they will, which makes me personally really sad because that's like the thing that I wanted to do first when it opens. I'd be like one of the first people there. Um, but I'm just going to have to wait and see. Because you have a, a pass, right? No, I was going to buy a pass last April and then COVID hit in March. So I never actually bought the pass, which now obviously I'm really glad I didn't. Uh, but as soon as everything is actually back to normal and no more closings and no more travel restrictions, I'm definitely going to get a pass. I already set the money aside, so it's still there <laughs> waiting for me to spend it. But yeah, that's just really sad. And also my boyfriend, he's never... Well, he, he went to Disneyland Paris, I think, once as a kid, uh, but he just really wants to go there with me and see what, like, what I love about that place so much, and yeah, that's just sad. 
I know that like the other parks in America are getting rid of their annual passes for like because of COVID. They're opening parts of the park up for in California to be vaccination administration sites. So they're going to be using Yeah, the parking lot, right? I saw the parking lot they were using as COVID vaccines. Yeah. So uh, Disney World has been open in Florida. And so I was like, of course, like being annoying and trying to plan a trip for me and my boyfriend, even though it's like thousands of dollars. And it, it's such a stupid time to go right now. Like I was looking at it and you can't, there's like certain restaurants you can't eat at. They've completely gotten rid of extra magic hours. There's no fast passes at all. You have to make reservations to go in on certain days. So it, even if you like have days planned out because like they might have like something going on that day or something, there's no guarantee that you're going to get a reservation on that day. So honestly, guys, like if you have a vacation booked, if you've been a million times, like go then like you're, it's not going to change the experience for you. But if this was like the first time I'd be going in like years, I would just wait and wait for COVID to be over because it's going to take away from your experience so much not being able to see the characters, not being able to eat at the certain restaurants. The fast passes are something that are like detrimental to being there that I don't even understand how you could plan a trip and like think that you're going to be able to do everything in like five days without fast passes. Right. Like it's just not even fun to go now, even though it's been open, it's not fun. I wouldn't uh, go. Obviously I can't travel to the U S but if we could, I wouldn't even go because of everything going on and it's just really expensive for what you're getting. Uh, funny thing though, I follow this girl on Instagram. Her name is Jade Billington. She's like an influencer from the UK that goes to Disney World a lot. And she posted this like quiz thing on her Instagram stories. And it was, what is the wait time for uh, Pandora's Slide of Passage right now? And like she had like four answers. And then it said that it was only like a 10 minute wait at the moment. And she was like, I have never seen that ride have a 10 minute wait. And she was like really shocked and stuff. But it's like, honestly, there's like nobody there right now. There's like no way. Hold on. I'm going to pull up. I have the app on my phone. There's no way. <laughs> I don't know. It It was a couple of days ago. I don't know even what time it was. Maybe it was just like right after opening or right before closing. I don't know. But she said it was a 10 minute wait. Because I was totally like creeping on all the stuff a couple weeks ago. Like because I really wanted to go. And I was like, okay, like would it be worth it? Like where can I stay? You can't. You also can't do a meal plan. So there oh. goes a bunch of your money because nothing's open. So it's it's so wild. Like, I don't understand why you would go, oh, my – okay, Peter Pan's flight. G- can you guess what the wait time is? 15? 45. Oh, wow. That's still a lot. Yeah. We, we talked about that a couple of episodes ago, how you think that that's such an overrated ride. So dumb. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and so, so Splash Mountain right now, 20 minutes, which makes sense because it's cold out, and that ride's – in this time, it's always lower. Right. Thunder is a half hour, but let's go over to Epcot. Let's or not Epcot, uh, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Oh my gosh, it's a forty minute wait. That's not bad. Navi River Journey is longer than Flight of Passage. I've waited three hours in line twice. That's crazy that you have to wait longer for Peter Pan than for Flight of Passage. I'm guessing it's because of the reservation system, but like Rock and Roll Roller Coaster is fifty minutes, or uh, Tower of Terror is fifty minutes right now. Oh, dang. So I've never even been to uh, Flight of Passage. Like, the Pandora area wasn't even open the last time we went, so didn't even been there. So cool. Um, why is Test Track an hour? I don't know, because it's the only, like, high-speed ride in Epcot? Not for Wait, long. Wait, is that correct? Is that yeah, correct? That's correct, but not for long. 
Is that where the Tron ride is coming? Not Tron. That's where the new Guardian of the Galaxy ride is going to be. Oh, where's the where's the Tron ride going to be? Um, it's right in uh Magic Kingdom, right behind. You know where the go karts are behind Space Mountain? Yeah. So it's right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's a little update about waiting times right now if you are in Walt Disney World. <laughs> Probably nobody that listens to this right now is going <laughs> to is going to be there, but you know. Well, knows? and but so think about it. So it's a 40 45 minute wait right now, and it's the off season for Disney World. Like this is like the time to go. This is the off season. So if you're going in the summertime without fast passes, you are not going to get on flight of passage. There is absolutely no way. Like that's going to be like the only ride you're going to do the whole day. Last time we were down there last summer or the summer before. Yeah, not last summer because COVID, but the summer before that, I think it was a four hour wait. That was the lowest we saw it. It was between four and five hours. Like the line wouldn't even fit in the actual queue. You had to go like, it like went outside of Avatar and like over the bridge and it was like in like the normal Animal Kingdom land. It was absolutely crazy. That's awful. That's absolutely awful. I remember we went to one of the Harry Potter rides in Universal and I'm not like that big of a Harry Potter fan, but your family was like, no, we're going to get on this. And it was like a three hour ride or wait time. And I was like, okay, let's just prepare. And I was so scared that I had to like pee in that line. I was like, no, I can't do like three plus hours without peeing. Well, we did the single rider line. Remember we didn't even wait in that long. Do you remember that? Because we all did single riders. I don't remember. No, not that specific. But I feel like we waited at least two hours, though. Probably. Oh, yeah. It said, sure. like, three hours, but we ended up being, like, two or something. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Well, let's head out the parks and into the movies. Um, <laughs> sorry. That was, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think last time we talked about uh, Mulan and how I haven't hadn't watched it because one of my friends and I were going to watch it together. And it's been out for quite some time on Disney Plus with, with Premiere Access. And then it got open to the public in December. So it's been out for a while, but I just saw it two weeks ago. Uh, and I was just thinking like let's just share some thoughts about that movie what did you think um i love the movie i think i've already talked about it about how much i loved the live action how even though we didn't have the songs and stuff like that it was such a good movie like the storyline was so good the acting was so good just the production and the directing everything was like amazing what did you think yeah i really like the look of the movie like the visuals um the the area that they filmed it in, like the nature, it's so diverse from the animated movie. Uh, I like, if I look at it next to the animated movie, I would say like, it's nothing like that movie or like, I mean, it has like certain elements, but it's way far off, which that kind of made me sad. Cause I'm like a really nostalgic person. And I am the type of person that would love it. Like it is with the Lion King where it's just like one on one copied um, but if I were to look at it from like a whole new perspective and not take the animation movie, uh, in mind, then I love the movie. I love that they added another female character and how her character develops and stuff. Uh, I did wish that the quote love interest she had, they could have just named him Lee Shang. Like what, what was the big deal? <laughs> like, why did they have them be so far off the movie? <laughs> 
<laughs> like I everybody was obsessed with him. What was his name? I don't even remember. I, no, I don't even know. Let me let me find what his name was. Um, no, but I totally agree. Like when you put it next to the animated, like it's completely different. But I don't think Disney was trying to go for like what they went for in The Lion King. Like they were trying to make it a whole different story instead of like do a complete reenactment of the animated. So. So I'm looking at the cast list, and I don't even recognize his face. Was it Chen in the movie? Was that his name? Maybe. I'm also very confused about which one the love interest was because didn't she – I'm trying to remember because I watched the movie, like, months ago. Did uh-huh. – I know that there was the one guy that was, like, training with her that she was, like, into, but then, like – Yeah, because then at the guy? end they were – that she left. She left the uh, the Imperial City, and then he followed her. So he didn't, so it wasn't even like in the animated where like she falls in love with somebody who like is a superior. She fell no, in love with No, no, it was a, tra- yeah, it was a training buddy. Okay. So, I mean, maybe that's why they didn't name him the same person. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, it. I did think that uh, the villains, even though they had different names, it was, oh, what was his name in the first one? All I can think of is the Hun <laughs> from the song. Yeah, the Huns. They didn't even name that, the Huns, like the group. <laughs> okay, so Sean Yu was the villain in the animated movie, and in this one, it was Bori Khan. But they looked alike, though. It was like, yeah, he could have been the real life version of that. Of You're like, which uh, one is it? Sean Yu. He could have been the real life version of Sean Yu, but they made him a whole different person. Yeah, but I, I don't know if. So I know that this one's supposed to be a lot more historically accurate and like the Hun were like legit people. Like that was actually something that happened in China. So I'm wondering if they took like the name of somebody for live action that was like actually a warrior for like that side of like. Yeah. Okay. But the group didn't, they weren't even called the Huns. I thought they were. I don't were. know what they were called. No. What were they? Because I remember that. I was like, he going way into this movie. <laughs> anyway. I can't find it. Apparently, this is based off of a poem. Oh. It's called The Ballad of Mulan. Oh, here. Here. He's the Rorans. He is the chief of the Rorans. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Anyway, another thing that I did really like is how they use the, the instrumental music of the animated movie in the movie. The only thing is I was singing the lyrics of the songs and I was just like... Let's get down to business. Dude, same. And my parents were like, can you shut up? And I was like, I'm sorry. I know Nobody's even singing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love the, like, recreation of, like, the scores of the music. They were so good. I was like, mm-hmm. I could listen to this. Right. Yeah, that was really good that they did put the music in. I really like the music. Uh, it is confusing, though, since they're not singing in it. So that's was why, you know, I was just singing along. But, um. Especially that song, um, I'll Make a Man Out of You. I just missed that song. All the other songs, it was fine. But that one, really needed. The movie really needed. But overall, I'll give it a solid 8.5 out of 10. What about you? I'd probably give it a 10 out of 10. I loved it. I loved the, especially the last scenes and stuff like that, of her like fighting and like everything happening. I thought it was so good. Okay, yeah, it was good. I'm just very critical. I just don't give out 10s fast (laughs) also uh you could see that this movie was made for the big screen and that's kind of disappointing that we did have to watch it at home i really wish i could have seen it in a movie theater right yeah same but 
you know, that's fine. Uh, maybe next week we can talk about, or in two weeks, we can talk about Soul. Delaney's already seen it. I've seen half of it. Uh, I watched it with my mom and my boyfriend. They really did not like it. They were halfway through and like, just turn this off. Let's watch another movie. We ended up watching Toy Story instead. Um, so I'm going to finish it by myself and see how I like it. I've heard uh, good things about it. So probably there's going to be like a turnaround. Yeah, it was a but. great movie. I loved it. I watched it by myself and I was like tearing up and I never really cry in movies. So it was such a good movie. Like I'd probably watch it again too, especially with like me having such like a big um, like musical background with like band and stuff like that. And the whole movie is basically based around a guy who is a like famous pianist or wants to be a famous pianist. And oh my gosh, it's so good. I was like watching it. And just the fact that we finally have a movie that like represents like different cultures, like people of color and where it's like a, like a black guy who's like doing something that is culturally related to black people, especially in New York City. It was like really interesting to me to see that like it kind of showed like the family, the difference in the family dynamics between like black people and white people and how like he's very close to his mom and like all this stuff. It was it was just such a good movie. Like I would watch it over and over and over again. Yeah. Also, I think it's really cool from Disney that this is not a product that was made after the Black Lives Matter movement. This was this is a movie that they announced like in 2019 that they were going to do. Uh, so I think that's really cool that they're not just being like hopping on the trend or whatever, uh, but already have this whole movie in mind. Yeah, I'm glad that Disney's being like really inclusive for like different cultures and all that stuff. And I'm excited to see the new live action uh, Little Mermaid when it comes out because uh, the girl that plays that I believe is going to be black, I think. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay, so moving into listener questions. Um, so my good friend Allie Kieser sent us a DM on Instagram and wants to know what our favorite pairs of ears are. Um, so Julie and I both have ours sitting in front of us right now. Um, my favorite pair of ears, I have posted pictures in them like so many times on the Instagram, but they're my uh, Disneyland Paris 25th anniversary ears. Um, they're like, they have a purple bow with like, gold stars on them and stuff like that. I really love the purple because purple is like my favorite color. So and there's something that's like so different than I have seen like in any of the other ones with the gold stars and stuff like that. So I just I love them a lot. What about you? What's your favorite? Yeah, those were really cool. I wish I would have gotten those back when you got them. Um, So my favorite pair, I had a really hard time deciding between my classic ones or my I tried to look up the name, but they're the uh, 2018 Walt Disney World's um, mini ears. They're blue. They're like a dark blue and then a light blue bow. And they have like um, the uh, Disney uh, ice cream, the Mickey ice cream bar, the cups from the teacups. <laughs> they have like Walt and Mickey. They have Minnie. They have Mickey. They have Space Mountain, Small World, everything on them. And it's like really subtle. Uh, they are the most uncomfortable though. I don't know what size these are or if they're supposed to be for adults but they really hurt my head um but I really like them so I really wish that they would make some type of ear that I mean obviously they have like the hat ears which I have two pairs sitting next to me I have my c3po ones that I love but some type of ear that like don't hurt my head when I wear my glasses 
because they like push on my head really hard when I wear my glasses. So I have to walk around Disney without glasses on. And then I'm like not being able to see things. Could you get contacts? Have you ever tried contacts? No. Well, I was talking to my eye doctor about contacts and my prescription is too like minimal. The I guess the contacts would be too thin or something like that. It like wouldn't be worth it. And I also don't think I could touch my eyeball. Okay. Fair point. Yeah. No, I don't have a problem with that. Look. Ew, stop. You guys, she literally just touched her eyeball over FaceTime. That was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you better hope that you don't have COVID on your hands because you just literally gave it to yourself. That'd be funny. Oh, did I tell you that I had to take a COVID test for the second time? Do you think you had it again? Well, yeah, that's what I thought, that I had it again because my tonsils were like all swollen up again. It's but just, I didn't. It's just flu season, bro. Right, right. But that was it. Was the same, like the exact same symptoms that I had when I did have COVID. So that's why they I had to test again. But it was negative. Yes. Yeah, so um. Anyway, I was talking to someone the other day, and they asked me this question, which I think is a really good point, and I wanted to discuss on here. And that is, would I need to have seen most Disney movies or have any Disney knowledge to be able to enjoy the parks? And in my opinion, I don't think you have to have like a lot of knowledge. A lot of rides um, are not related to any movies or not. So like Big Thunder Mountain, Haunted Mansion. Well, Haunted Mansion is a movie, but not a lot of people have seen it. Um, There's like a lot of rides and stuff to do that you don't need to see the movies if you kind of know the characters. And also, I think that if you've seen Disney movies as a child, you'll be fine as well. What do you think? Yeah, I think... If you're going to go to Walt Disney World, I think the one movie that you probably should watch is Cinderella, just because that's the castle. Um, But other than that, like, there's rides there that explain, like, the lore and stuff like that of Disney. So, like, like in California and Paris, they have the Snow White rides and, like, all that stuff. So, if you, like, really don't know what it is, you can just, like, get on a ride and they'll show it to you. But, yeah, I feel like, especially in Disney World, there's not a lot of rides that are, like, tailored specifically towards, like, different princesses or movies. So I feel like you'd be like Space Mountain. You can go on Space Mountain and stuff. Yeah. And like things like um, Ariel's Undersea Adventure or whatever, that literally tells the story of Little Mermaid. So it's like. Yeah. Same with Peter Pan. Yeah. You wouldn't need to see that stuff for you'd be able to like do it. I guess like it'd be really interesting to have never seen Snow White and to go on the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I'd be interested to see like about that. And the one, the other one that like I think you would maybe need a little bit of background to understand would maybe be Splash Mountain because that one is so strange that like well I've never seen anything of like that's from the movie right but that's like a really racist movie and it's not yeah and it's not anywhere I actually wanted to see that movie not because I'm like racist or anything but I just wanted to see uh, what that ride was about and why they blocked the movie like I just wanted to like see how bad it was and it was just really interesting to seeing it but yeah, well, they're uh, refurbishing it to something else. Apparently, that's going to be Princess and the Frog themed, I guess. Yeah. So that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, true. Also, I think especially, I would say Animal Kingdom and Epcot, you wouldn't need any like Disney background, like the Around the World and Test Track. They don't really have anything to do or soaring with the movies. Also in Animal Kingdom, well, obviously you've got the Avatar, the Pandora um, land, 
but like Dinosaur, um, the Yeti ride, they're not related to any movies at all. Um, so I don't think that you would need any Disney knowledge for that. Well, and especially going to like Avatar, like I feel like with Flight of Passage, they do such a good job with like explaining like what it is. So even if you haven't seen Avatar, it's still like you don't feel like you're losing anything out. Yeah. So bottom line is, even if you haven't seen anything, you would enjoy it probably. Hollywood Studios though might be a little bit different because I feel like if you go to Star Wars land and you haven't seen any of the Star Wars movies, you'd be real confused. And same with Toy Story. Right. So, but I feel like everybody's seen those movies. But I guess the other parts of it are fine. Like Tower of Terror, like the movie is like in the ride and then Rational Roll Coaster mm-hmm. has no background. You just have to kind of right. know who Aerosmith is and then you're fine. Right. But I think when I was a child, I didn't know who Aerosmith was. I just thought they were the band from that ride. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Also, like the Pirates movies, uh, the Pirates movies were based on the ride. So the ride came first and then they made a movie of the ride. So I think you'd be fine with a lot of stuff that's going on in Disney parks. I literally love the thought of Charles and Julia seeing Aerosmith and being like, oh my gosh, they made a band after the ride in Disney World? (laughs) No way. (laughs) That'd be me at like eight years old. If you ever... (laughs) For some chance at all, meet Steven Tyler. I want you to not talk to him as if he's the guy from Aerosmith. I want you to say, (laughs) oh, my God, you're the guy from the ride in Disney World. (laughs) I probably would. You'd be like, you're the guy that got me backstage passes to your your show. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be really funny. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this week's episode. So like we kind of talked about in the beginning, we're going to be doing every other episode, and they're going to start coming out on Wednesdays now because that's kind of when our schedule calms down enough. So um, we look forward to seeing you guys um, two weeks from now. If you guys have any questions, you guys want to send us your listener questions in between the time, um, you can go to our website, www.exchangingthemagic.com, and you can submit a form there. You can email us at exchangingthemagic at gmail.com, or you can send us a DM on Instagram. Instagram. We love interacting with you guys on Instagram. We post a lot of um, pictures and like questions and just interact with you guys. So follow us on Instagram. It's at exchanging the magic. Um, And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.